What's up, Terriers? Welcome back to our first podcast episode of the year. My name is Bianca. I'm Harry. I'm Fidak. And I'm Ariana. And before we get into it, we're just going to recap really quick. We recently had Rev Week. We had our whole rally. We had homecoming. Super fun. Super fun. A lot of work, but <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. Yeah. Okay, so in this episode, we will be talking about the Myers-Briggs personality test, and we're going to be reviewing that with our AP psychology teacher here at RHS, Mrs. Dewey, as well as the psych club president, Hugh Cockrum. So let's jump right into it. All right, so basically the Myers-Briggs personality test is like an introspective self-report questionnaire, and it results in uh, one of 16 personalities that you can get, and I got the debater, which is ENTP for all the technical people out there. <laughs> And yeah, basically some of my strengths, according to this, are I'm knowledgeable and a quick thinker, which I don't know, that's debatable. <laughs> and um, one of Give my weaknesses, yeah, well, knowledgeable maybe, but quick thinker, sometimes I'm a little slow on the draw. So it's like, who knows? But I apparently I'm very argumentative, intolerant and insensitive. Ooh. And I think those are pretty harsh words. <laughs> it's like... Coming Man. after you. Yeah, no, that, that kind of hurts a little bit. So I don't know about those. <laughs> Where'd you get, Ariana? I got the camp- campaigner, which is um, ENFP. And basically some of the strengths include um, personable, curious, perceptive, enthusiastic. And I feel like those are pretty accurate. I am an extrovert and I love talking to people and getting to know new people. So I feel like um, my strengths are accurate, but some of my weaknesses I didn't feel were accurate. One of them was unorganized, and I feel like I'm a pretty organized person. Mm-hmm. But I did feel that unfocused can sometimes be true, <laughs> um, and people pleasing that is definitely a trait that uh, is a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bianca? Um, so I got the mediator, which is INFP, which is basically the introverted type that Ari got. Um, so some of my strengths and weaknesses, let's start with strengths, um, start with a good note. <laughs> so I'm apparently very empathetic, which I honestly think is very true. Um, generous, open-minded, creative, speaks the truth, um, and passionate. Uh, and my weaknesses are pretty on point as well. I can be unrealistic, self-isolating, unfocused, emotionally vulnerable, desperate to people pleasing this is, this is getting sad <laughs> no i promise there's the same amount of strengths and weaknesses <laughs> en tjs which is the personality type that i have so i'll start with my weaknesses um those include being stubborn intolerant impatient and cold or ruthless which i guess i'll i'll be fair and say some of those are true mm-hmm. i can be impatient at times I think that just kind of plays into one of my strengths, which is being a bit more realistic, Um, though that can be arguable. But um, some of the other strengths include being efficient, energetic, strong-willed, and being a strategic thinker. And I feel like I can relate to those quite a bit. I think think our strengths all fit us really well. The only thing I'd have to say is that when we take the test multiple times, some of our results change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the most interesting parts because I remember um, Harry discussing a while back that, what did you discuss, Harry? 
Oh, I just pretty much, whenever I take it, I always get the debater, which is weird because everyone else I know gets different ones. So I guess I'm just dead set on <laughs> arguing all the time. I feel like some people are consistent while others obviously change over time. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the, I mean, best parts of life, adapting and changing as you're older. I think inconsistency is like a very normal thing. Yeah. Personality-wise, like people change and there's nothing you can do to help that. I think because of that, that's why we have to take it with a grain of salt, you know? Exactly. And, you know, I know Hugh Cockrum, our next interview, has some very you know, strong opinions about this stuff. I feel like he doesn't really like buy into it as much. So he has to get a little transition and then, yeah, let's welcome Hugh and get into his interview. We are here with Psych Club President and Senior Hugh Cockerham, who also took the Myers-Briggs personality test. And he's gonna tell us a little bit about his results and what he thinks about the test. Yeah, so I got um, ENFP, which is known as like the campaigner or the debater, I think. Um, I think the test is reliable in the fact that basically it narrows you down to like an extrovert or an introvert um definitely one of my main strong points was the fact that i was an extrovert and that's like one of the things i like to focus on the most was that like i'm energized by my time with others um but i also feel kind of like intuitive so like i can get really like down to the nitty-gritty of like ideas and concepts and that type of stuff um but from there on now, it kind of gets like more complex or it doesn't really fit all of my traits. So like it says that I prioritize people and emotions and I would say that I'm not the most <laughs> friendly person. Um, I mean, I still do care about others, but it's not like one of my main, mm -hmm. you know. I get that. So you talked a little bit about um, the inkblot test that you did at one of your site club meetings. How does that like differ? differ or how does it like is it kind of the same as Myers-Briggs or how does that work? Yeah so the inkblot test which is known as the Rorschach test I think that's how you pronounce it um that one's like an emotional slash perceptive type of test so it's like they present an inkblot uh, in front of you and you kind of really just tell them what you're looking at or everyone's going to say something different whereas the Myers-Briggs one is more like an algorithm like they have specific things that you can be um, but I don't necessarily think that that's, you know, correct because I definitely don't align with all of my traits, but I think it does narrow down like who you are. I'd say like the inkblot is definitely more subjective, whereas like the Myers-Briggs test is more like we're trying to categorize you into these boxes per se based on your responses. Those tests are never like they are, they would never go up against each other, a different type of test, but you are right because like the inkblot test is like what you're feeling why are you feeling it? So speaking on like the personality test topic, um, our podcast like theme this month is about like self-image and how we perceive ourselves. So for me, when I took the test, I've taken it before. And the first time I took it, I got ENTJ. Mm -hmm. And reading those results, I felt like, yeah, I really align with the stuff that it's saying. Like I was 50% extrovert, 50% introvert. And I was like, yeah. This is who I am. So when we retook it this time and I got something else, I was like, I almost had like an identity crisis. I was <laughs> like, this is not who I am. Like, you can't tell me who I am, even though I relied so heavily on my first results. Mm -hmm. Do you think you feel the same way, Ari? Because you said that your results have changed. Yeah, they did change. But I think the difference between all of us is that we stayed in the same category. Yeah. But I mm -hmm. feel like some of us changed more than others. Mm -hmm. Mine was pretty much the same. I mean, a couple of them weren't the same, but I think 
a lot of what we said was that depending on how you feel that day, your results may shift or change. Um, But do you feel like your personal individual perception of yourself changed? Um, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't recommend others to like rely on this test and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I got this result on the Myers-Briggs, so I'm this, because you're never you know, going to fall in every single category. Right. Also, on the test, it's, it has like a spectrum of answers. So it's like, I like to be social with friends, and then strongly disagree, like disagree slightly, middle, and then same on the other side with agree. So even like checking slightly disagree and disagree, that can change your whole um, end result. Yeah. So I don't think people should, you know, like use this as a basis for who they are. Like, this is what it, like my personality says, so I have to abide by these traits. Mm-hmm. For you, was there anything where you were like, this is not accurate? Yeah, so I got ENF, ENFP, the third letter uh, standing for feeling. And one of the main kind of traits is like prioritizing people and emotions. And while I'm not like some, <laughs> like, I don't have a heart or I do, but, um, I would say like, not overly I'm, emotional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't rely on my emotions as much as others do. Some are even less emotional than me. Um, but I don't think I prioritize emotion. I mean, I still love people. And I, like, always I think will. that makes you a rational person. Yeah. Um, and I do prioritize people sometimes, but oftentimes like I will put myself first cause I can't for myself after all, but obviously yeah. I'm not going to, ignore everyone around me. I feel like that's mm-hmm. in human nature. Yeah. What about you, Ari? Is there anything? Um, for me, they were really minor like characteristics that were listed, but one of them was unorganized. Mm-hmm. And I feel that is completely wrong because mm-hmm. I keep a calendar and a list. I keep a to-do list, a homework list. So I feel like I'm, I'm a very organized person. Um, but I mean, that's a really minor, you know, characteristic assumption about me so it wasn't I didn't really take it you know I took it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. so yeah makes sense all right well thank you so much Hugh is there anything you'd like to plug for psych club yeah I'm gonna do a little shameless promotion since I'm on the podcast again um (laughs) but psych club does meet every other Tuesday we meet in room 423 which is Miss Dewey's room all right, guys, and we are back, and we have a special guest for you today, and we have Mrs. Dewey, our AP Psych teacher, as well as Honors English. <laughs> yeah, hi, you guys. How are you? Uh, we're, we're okay. We're doing okay. Yeah, excited, you know. just it's, I mean, This is a really interesting theme for me. We haven't really done themes with the podcast before. Right. And so, yeah, I'm excited. It's like something new. So, yeah, so basically, I mean, as you guys remember, we were talking about the Myers-Briggs personalities test. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little rundown. I got the debater. And for my people who are fancy with it out there, that's extroverted, intuitive thinking, and prospecting. So ENTP. So, yeah, there's some some associations we made with that. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I remember I got INFP, which is the mediator. Um, and what about you, Mrs. Dewey? Well, my type is INFJ. And that's the advocate. Wow. Okay. And, and just be aware, though, that like the the names, the mediator, the mm-hmm. advocate, those are tied pretty much to the 16 personalities website. Right. They're not really Myers-Briggs terms. Oh, so it's more sure. the variables? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Yeah. And I remember, um, I think you were saying something in class that you have the rarest 
like personality that people get, right? Yes. Right? Yes. INFJ, according to Myers Briggs, is about two to three percent of the population. Wow. Okay. So very, very limited number. Mm -hmm. um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about my? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So INFJs are very much driven by their values. Right. And mm -hmm. sometimes we can be a little bit too idealistic, <laughs> which, you know, can lead <laughs> to um, kind of dreamy thinking. You know, mm -hmm. um, we very much value our relationships and put those first in our decision making. Um, so, Bianca, you were INFP. So mm -hmm. the P part would indicate that you feel more comfortable with kind of improvising going with the flow, but like the J part is very much into planning and having, you know, all our ducks in a row. Kind of like type uh -huh. A almost. Yeah, we have a tendency to be that way. So what was your your letter, your final was, letter? I think it was J was the last one. J, so. Oh no, P actually, yeah, P. I completely wrong. So <laughs> you also, Harry, would be kind of more comfortable, according to Myers-Briggs, with, you know, just improvising and like to kind of see how things evolve naturally. Mm -hmm. Whereas a J is like totally. Yeah, have it down right. and have yeah. spreadsheets. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. That's interesting. The, the most interesting part, I think, is the part about introversion and extroversion. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And remember that Myers-Briggs based their, um, personality types on the work of Carl Jung, who was the Swiss mm -hmm. psychologist and psychiatrist. And we're going to talk about this next semester. Oh, right? oh wow. <laughs> right? But um, the biggest problem with Myers-Briggs, if I can just segue a little bit oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go or for digress, it. is that it's based on theories that are not testable. Uh -huh. So Harry, you remember, as we discussed about research, if you can't test your theory, you really don't have much to go on and you can't study whatever it is scientifically. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest argument against Myers-Briggs. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like we see that argument in so many other like, aspects of life as well. And it's like, not to get too touchy, but I feel like a lot of people can say that about, a lot of like opponents of religion can also say that where it's like, oh, we can't really prove anything. So that's interesting to see this problem. Yeah. They morph into more than one thing, yes. Oh, brings up a little like philosophical question of um, <laughs> how important faith is, you know? Yeah, additionally, um, we were just discussing this like as a group, um, mm -hmm. how it's not necessarily accurate 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Like there's always one thing that's out of place. Like for me, I believe I'm more of a planner. I have to have my calendar set. I have to have an agenda, everything you could think of. Mm -hmm. And it describes more of just like, oh, let's be spontaneous and go with the flow and see what happens. But that just gives me anxiety just thinking about that. And yeah. Harry would know that from our like yeah. previous projects too. Well, you know, that is another criticism mm -hmm. of Myers-Briggs is that there is a lot of vagueness yeah. to the theory. And about, I think the statistic in one study was that about 50% of the people that took Myers-Briggs did not find it was it was, you know, accurate, oh, wow. or it was a, not an accurate way to describe them, yeah. is what they felt. Huh. But I'm going to jump back to something I was saying just a few minutes mm -hmm. ago about yeah. what many people find to be the most interesting are the perspectives on introversion and extroversion, because 
we tend to think in popular culture of introverts as being um, withdrawn or kind of like loners. Uh-huh. Um, I'm an I and you're an I, right. but you're an E, yeah. right? So really, um, Carl Jung and Myers-Briggs, the mother and daughter team that came up with this test, um, saw introversion differently. And one way to look at introversion and extroversion is how you feel at the end of the day. Like when you're you're really tired, this is like Uh a little litmus test. So Mm -hmm. this is one way to look at it. Like when you're done with school for the day (laughs) and you're kind of like tired, right? Right. Would you rather be with people or would you rather have alone time? Oh, Ooh, that's that so interesting. Sense. So it's sort of like, how do you recharge? Uh-huh. Oh, and okay. so introverts love people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of value our alone time. Right. Whereas an extrovert like you, Harry, yeah. <laughs> when you're done with school, you know, you probably want to hang out with a few friends. Is that accurate? It is. And it's, I mean, luckily I kind of get that through soccer. It's the days I have off, it's, I find myself almost more drained by not having anything to do because just sitting in my room or playing video games by myself just gets so draining after a while. You know, I can't find like that inner time. I need to be with people. Mm-hmm. So that, That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Never so, thought about that. Bianca, for you then, do you find like you need your alone time at the end of the day? I, I definitely think so. I think once school's over, I'm looking forward to being home. And it's only like those few exceptions with either my family or very, very close friends that I find myself recharging. Otherwise, I have to be alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah. I've always thought just like, either social butterfly or antisocial, right. you know, so it's yeah, no. really interesting. I've always thought I was like somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure if it's called as like an ambivert, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that term. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've, I've always thought I was somewhere around there, but now considering how we recharge, and mm-hmm. I've definitely found myself more of an introvert. Right. And remember, this is a theory. That's right. True, true. But this is, this is something that lots of people spark to because, mm-hmm. you know, we can see ourselves. in that right so i'm an introvert and you know when we talk about personality i'll mention that to students and they're like what (laughs) because i talk to people all day long Mm -hmm. but when i go home i just want to sit and like you know play with my dog a little bit and you know give me about half an hour and then then i'm good to go again yeah yeah just to kind of wrap things up and your opinion how or what is like the importance the significance of this test is it something that people should take really literally or is it something that's kind of fluctuates as more fun almost this is definitely in the fun category Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and some some psychologists say it's like astrology Um, you know that it's kind of just something that we can see as entertainment but i personally think there's a little bit more to it than that um because we are talking about personality traits right now there are measures today that are used and in personality inventories and we'll talk about that next semester right okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah but um it's very interesting mm-hmm. and and thinking about ourselves is always and others you know about our personalities it's, it's always intriguing mm-hmm. to me anyway mm-hmm. and i think 
you guys too. Yeah, yeah I completely understand. Because yeah. um, we were discussing as well as a group earlier, and a lot of us were like, should we take this with a grain of salt or should we take this absolutely seriously? And one of us, I remember, was actually saying that she feels like she has like an identity crisis when she gets a different result because she's mm-hmm. found so much comfort in the previous one. Mm-hmm. So I think, like you said, it's not something necessarily true, but it is very intriguing to just read in general. Well, thank you for thinking of me and including me. It was really fun. We had so much fun, and we're so thankful that you were able to attend. Exactly. Perfect way to wrap it up. (laughs) We can't wait to keep working with RHS kids. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but we hope you all have a safe and amazing winter break yeah take the time to relax get away from the screens a little bit you know go for a run go for a jog a walk even (laughs) (laughs) all right have an amazing break guys thank you guys